0: This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets.
1: Hey, my cat loving friends, it's Linda Hall, your co host with 19 Cats and Counting. How do you know when your cat's sick? Does your cat need more activity? What is your cat do all day while you're gone? Surprisingly enough, someone has sought to help us with the answers to the questions. Today, we have Ali Ganjavian, I hope I said his last name right, with us, who is the CEO of moggie.me, M-O-G-G-I-E. You are going to want to stick around for this because you are going to be amazed. We'll be right back after this word from our amazing sponsor. Linda,
2: I love my cats, but I am so tired of lugging around those
1: heavy boxes of litter. <sighs> and, and scooping every day, twice oh, yeah. a day, on your knees. So, what is the answer? Well, I've heard of this new company called Kitty Poo Club. Do you know about them? I have actually heard about them. They send you boxes to your home, so no hauling litter. The litter's in there. The boxes are recyclable, and they say one box should last one cat for an entire month. That's great, but what is the litter like? What if my cats don't like the type they send you? Ah, you can choose your type. We know we've got clients that are diehard clay and clients that are more, you know, working toward environmental friendliness. Of course. They have different kinds you can choose from and even different size boxes. You mean they've got one big enough for my 19 pound cat, Peanut Butter? Peanut Butter, yes. They have an (laughs) XL box just for Peanut Butter. Woohoo, he really needs that. He's got a big batoukis. So how you know, much does this cost? You know, if you get on their auto ship program, number one, you don't have to remember to buy anything. No more opening the cabinet and saying, "Uh oh, we're out of litter." Oh, I do that a but lot. But they will give you your first shipment at twenty five percent off if you use the code nineteen cats, and shipping is free. Oh, I love free shipping. Sign me, me up. Too. Yeah, no kidding. Just go to kittypooclub.com. Don't forget the code 19CATS and get on it. I think this is going to be great. I especially want to sign my elderly parents up. This is going to be awesome for them. I'm heading to that website right now. Thank you. Me too. Catch you later. Bye. Bye.
2: Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
1: Hello, my cat-loving friends. Welcome back to 19 Cats and Counting. You are here with your co-host, Linda Hall, and I am looking at the ever-lovely, gorgeous, blonde bombshell, Rita Reimers.
2: It's getting white, but <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm here with my Dexter cat. He
1: He's wants to hear about this. These days. Yes.
2: Um, he wants I to t- hear about this. He wants to hear about this, too. I'm so excited about this because we have a lot of clients that say, Should I take my cat to the vet? My answer is always, if you're asking the question, then yes. But it would be nice to be able to go to the vet and know what symptoms are really happening in your cat.
1: Exactly. Yes. And be able to to Ali about what's up. Mookie. So welcome, Ali. Thank you for coming.
3: Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here.
1: Yes. All the way from London with that great accent. We love a British accent. (laughs) We have a lot of clients in London. We have to go. We do. Yes, we do. We need to make the visit. So tell us about this invention because our minds are
3: blown. Okay, so I think you kind of t- touched on some of these points, and you were saying, you know, when do you know how to take your cat to the vet? How's your cat feeling? And you know, the, the cats are incredibly good at hiding illnesses, right? They don't exhibit, you know, how when they're not feeling well, and typically they disappear when they're not feeling well. And the question we asked ourselves is, how can we discover? You know how cats are feeling because there's nothing worse than thinking that your cat's in pain but you have absolutely no idea we, we discovered that actually 80 percent of cat illnesses um are revealed in changes in physical behavior so ultimately what does this mean is like if i start behaving differently it means that um that if we can start recognizing these different patterns and even the, like the best cat parent can't recognize those changes. And so because there's very small changes. Let me just give an example. You know, your cat could start jumping less and less progressively over weeks or over months, but you might not recognize that. So that's where we come. Um, And that's what we said. How can we address this challenge? And how can we start tracking these changes in behavior to create something that helps us gain insights into changes into cat's health?
2: I love what you said about the jumping because arthritis... Starts to set in around age 10. Is that right, Linda?
1: Yeah. they. According to something I read a while ago, 95% of cats age 10 that they looked at had arthritis in some degree. That's a lot. And, you know, Rita has probably 10 of her 15. I have 10, uh, 10,
2: of, 10 of mine are 10 and above, yeah.
1: Yes. And I have quite a few myself. And it's like, oh, no, they could be in pain. And and it is, you know, we do say that about the jumping. We had a client recently that we were saying there may be some pain going on. And all of a sudden she's like, Oh. You know, he's been staying more on the first floor. He hasn't been jumping up on the cat tree like he used to be. You hit it on the head. Yeah, you don't you notice it until someone says, hey, think about it. So this is tracking it. What else? Because I saw a screenshot where there was a timer and it said, hey, mom, I need some activity or something along those lines. I love this. So, Yes.
3: Yes. So there's a health aspect, right? Which is the insightful aspect. So how do we track the physical health? and translate that into insight so let me just ground the health side of things so let's just say my cat is jumping progressively less and less so i can recognize that and i can track that so how do we capture that and how do we present that insight to you know a cat parent that's one thing and we're talking about jumping sleeping resting eating litter use grooming playing so we're we're talking about a series of activities which are critical to the health of a cat. So how do we track those and how do we present them to the cat parent in a scientific way, but also in an easy, accessible way to digest? Very similar to how you would with a Fitbit or how you would with an Apple Watch, right? Because ultimately you want to be able to understand this. We're not vets, so we're not like getting hold Right. Don't second. put it
1: in scientific mumbo jumbo that we can't. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> even go break this down. <laughs> Does the
2: device like take a baseline on the cat so then it could know when things are changing?
3: Spot on. Exactly. That's exactly what it does. So it creates a baseline on your cat. And based on those baselines, it tells you about deviations like, hey, you know, have not been playing as much as usual. And play is a wonderful one because I, as a cat parent, can action that. So, OK, I'll go home and play with my cat. But jumping is one that I can't action. Or I can't, you know, encourage it to eat more. Well, maybe I can provide, you know, depending on what you put in front of him. But, but ultimately, there's, there's certain things you can't change. But the ones you can, you can action. And it's really kind of encouraging us as pet parents to do that. But the ones that we can't action is saying, here's some insights for when I do talk to my televet or when I do talk, go into my vet and saying, when the vet says, what has your cat been doing? You're like, sleeping more than usual. Well, you no longer need to say that. You're like, hold on a second. Here's a PDF of what it's been doing for the last weeks, for the last months. And you can have a look at it. You can have a deep dive into your cat's health as well as all of their history. So they have a real window into their world. But that's just, that's just the glimpse. That's just the health side when it gets really exciting as well that you know ultimately our relationship with our cats is not a scientific one it's not a health driven one we want to be responsible parents and we want to be empowered with information and that's why this is useful but ultimately we want to be able to enable our unique relationship with our cats and the way we do that is through natural language so i guess everyone's familiar with you know gpt3 and like how we can create natural language through in text mode what we've done is translate some of those health insights into very simple digestible messages like for example if the data says benjamin's been playing all night so the data says hey two hours of play at two o'clock in the morning we translate that into natural language and benjamin sends you a message saying been out playing for the last two hours had lots of fun what have you been doing
1: i love that so cute i'm dying i'm dying to get this Well, and i'm thinking you know i got 12 cats one of my cats is FIV positive. I love him so much. And I worry about him. Any other cat sneezes, I yell, hey, Galway sneeze. You guys keep an eye on it. Let me know if that Kisman sneezes. Doctor, doctor. Yeah. Sneezes. More serious and, when there's an underlying yes, condition. Yes. And as he starts not feeling well and he gets these flare-ups, he hides. He hides in the kitchen cupboards often. I've had to baby-proof them. And then all of a sudden I see him and go, oh, he got thinner and something's wrong, you know. How cool if an app would send me a message and say, "Kismet is hiding more. Kismet is sleeping more. Kismet's slowing down again," because I have ways I can address that and boost his immunity again and get him back. But often, by the time I figure it out, he's really lost some weight, and I'm breaking inside. <laughs> so this is definitely a Kismet must for me. <laughs> definitely,
3: and the it's older it's ones. It's about getting it. It's about getting it early, right? It's about recognizing that earliest just getting it you know, front and center before it gets too late. Cause when we know when it gets too late, this is typically a really hard road back. So just having this front and center.
1: I will tell you, we had a cat sitter. We used to really used to own a cat sitting business. And I worked with her. We had a cat sitter call me one day and said, there's just something about this cat. It was acting oh, funny. And I, I said, remember you this. use your judgment. And she called me back when she came for her next visit. And she said, he's really touchy around the rump but maybe it's just a cat that's touching around. I don't know. And I said, look, if it's bothering you this much, call the vet. Turned out this cat had a history of constipation, hadn't pooped in heaven knows how long, and was a hair's breadth from turning septic. Your app would have told us that the cat hadn't pooped in three days. Oh, that wow. could save a life so quickly. Yes, it could. Same chills. with
2: peeing when they get the urinary blockages, if nothing's passing, your exactly. app will know
1: he hasn't been in the litter box, right? We kept saying any other sitter probably wouldn't have called or thought anything about it. Or if they hadn't left him with somebody or, you know, it would have been so easy because the cat was not crying and carrying on. He was just acting what she felt was off and, you know, and we always err on the side of caution, but that pet parent could have known days earlier that her cat was not going and saved the expensive vet bill by giving him something to get him moving again and all of the panic and everything that happened. Oh, my goodness. What other benefits are we missing here? What a- And so I think one of the other
3: benefits, and I, I think you can probably, we, we mentioned that quite a few times, and we know how challenging it can be to take our cats to the vet. Um, and and, and some cats, you know, some cats who have been trained, you know, yes, they manage that better, but it is, you know, change is, is exhausting, it's stressful. And it's not only just stressful to go, it's also when they come back, they still, they still have high, exhibit high levels of stress. So the opportunity that we have here is that because we have that data, TeleVet can actually use that data really effectively because they have a window into their activity. Um, of course, there's things that you need to diagnose physically, and you can't, you know, you've got a sore leg or physically unwell. But there's things which you know you could save yourself to the visit to the vet because you'll be able to do some, you know, pre-diagnosis. Say, so, hey, actually, this is actually perfectly normal this time of the year for a cat of its age, and don't worry about it. Oh, peace of mind versus shall I, shall shall I, shall I, shall I, I get that vet to come home, which is so expensive, or shall I, how, what do I do? And that anxiety for us is also, you know, kind of like, hold on, have some information, I can action it with a televet, or I want to, if I need to take a following step, I can. So I think this is, this is an important step for us, because ultimately it's not only about having the information, but how do I action that information.
1: Yes. Well, and just like the client whose cat had chronic constipation and probably should have told us, we talk to many clients who say their, history, their cat has a history of crystals, UTIs, etc. And so they're kind of freaking out, trying to watch and see if there's a problem solution right there. Monitor it without having to run your cat to the vet, take a urine, you know, keep checking it. We hear people, you know, oh yeah, he hasn't been checked in about three months. We should probably take him to be checked. You're going to give us a heads up. Now, I'm not going to get a message from my cat that says, Hey mom, I have arthritis, right? Like it's not going to diagnose my cat.
3: Exactly. And, And we're really trying to avoid being a diagnosis tool because we're not a diagnosis tool. We're an insight tool. So we just create that little bit of a window into their world of what they've been doing, not how they're feeling, you know, not what they have, but what have they been doing? And if there's been any deviations in what they've been doing based on those means, you know, that mean average information Then, Hey, like, what's going on they're, they're way more active than usual are they stressed oh spring
1: cats yes that you know they would know that they were really pacing and really active and seeing the ferals outside i'm just thinking of so many places in our behavior business where it's like okay go to Moggy <laughs> i'm thinking about the older cats too you know you know they're
2: getting older you know they're sleeping more but are they sleeping more because there's something going
1: on or just because they're getting older? I know we got to take a break, so I'll I'll, take a break. But I got questions. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back after talking to our wonderful sponsor.
0: How many of you have pets? Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLiferadio.com. Pet
2: and we are back with 19 cats and counting and talking about the most awesome thing I've heard of is monitoring your cat's activity to see if there's something going on medically.
1: Yes, 100 percent I was thinking Ali you were saying that you know it monitors changes in behavior because that is our answer anytime someone says to me how do I know if my cat is sick I say watch their behavior are they moving less are they sleeping more is your normally social cat hiding is your normally Heidi cat coming to bother you are they talking more whatever but we know people get busy and I had 12 cats and I try to make a mental note of have I seen them all and paid attention to them all but it's easy to miss stuff for anybody even if you have three cats even if you just got one it's easy to miss yes. because they hide their symptoms yes and a kid and a spouse and a job and, and a life and yeah it's easy to miss so this is going to what we're telling people to track this is going to do
3: it yeah exactly and it's also people like you know, we do go away for the weekend and we leave our cats at home we also you know some of us have nine to five jobs and actually go away for the whole day and leave our cats at home no, you would never do that with a dog. You never just leave them for the whole day at home and just hope everything's fine. And uh, and I don't know about you guys, but you know we worry about we worry about them. It's like, are they okay? What are they doing? And just being able to pick up the phone and connect to the device and say, hey, like they're doing what they normally do, or they're sleeping, or they're resting, or they're playing. It just gives you a little bit of a window, and it doesn't have to be necessarily a camera into seeing exactly what they're doing at a given time. What, do they do? what have they just done? What have they just done for the last few hours? And that just that peace of mind, I think, is ultimately key in any relationship, in any unique relationship. Definitely. What made you
2: think about creating this type of, of app, Ali? Do you have cats in your life?
3: Yes, yeah, so I've had, a, I've had a 14 cats in my life. I don't have one right now because my son is allergic to cats, unfortunately. But, um, but when, when we were little, we had, a, we had a cat called Pashmak and he passed away from one day to the other. The typical thing of like not feeling well suddenly passed away. And you kind of you hold on to the idea of you know, family members passed, but you had no idea they were unwell. And how do you, how do, you do something about it? And it's so simple, right? Because, you know, I'm just holding up a, the wearable that sits around the, the cat's neck, which essentially tracks their physical movement, doesn't track their location, tracks their physical movement. And when you when you discover that, you know, by translating 80% of illnesses exhibited through changes in physical behavior, when you understand that and you kind of hold on to that, you're like, well, why aren't we just tracking their physical behavior, right? And ultimately, I think that Eureka moment came to us and we started developing this technology to say, how can we make this lightweight with a long battery life? Because it has to be comfortable, right? Because you don't want to create something that burdens the cat to you.
1: And your cat will not accept and throw a fit over, yes. <laughs> So this just attaches to their collar. Is that right?
3: Exactly. You the attach device. it to their existing collar. So Basically, you just you attach your wearable to existing collar. It sits around their, around their neck. It weighs the average weight of a postcard. It has a, a long battery life. And this basically transmits data to what I have is like a base station, like equivalent to an Amazon okay. Echo. And the beauty of this is that, you know, you can, it's basically doing this constantly over the course of the day. So it's constantly gathering data, sending it, gathering data, and you basically access it through your phone in a very simple, smart way. So just access it like Life. any other app. The app also offers you just other, other capacities. So it offers you the health capacity and that window into the health, the messaging, which is much more of a notification. So you're getting that almost like a message sequence from one of your friends. But it also has a few other things. Like, like it introduces also how do you keep track of the things that your account has done, the health history, like a record of all their all of their health, as oh, well as simple types of things you can do. Yeah, so it's That's just amazing. being able to do. This is awesome. Well, I'm thinking
1: about when COVID hit and everybody had to stay home. Ali, you have no idea how many people reached out to us and said, "My cat's been sleeping all day. What's wrong with them?" And it's like, sweetie, they always sleep all day. Can't <laughs> sleep like 18 hours a day. You were just at work before and you didn't see it. <laughs> You just didn't know what your cat was doing. And we do also get a lot of people whose cats have separation anxiety. And they're like, I don't know what he's doing when I'm at work. Is he crying at the door? Well, this would be <laughs> nice. Oh, he's playing. Oh, he was sleeping. It would bring me a lot of peace of mind, right? That's what it's all about. Exactly. Yes. The cat's okay. Everything's fine. No, world
2: so is, is this, not ended. Is this available for purchase yet? Or is it still in development?
3: So right now, it's sort of development is finalized and it'll be available to purchase in spring. Um, there is a waitlist, so you can go to the website, which is Me and just uh, go to the waitlist. And, you know, we, we, we're growing this slowly but steadily. For us, it's really important to do this well with a small community of cat lovers. So if anyone's interested, they should go and sign up to the waitlist and uh, yeah, get ready for our launch later on.
1: Well there was a lot of good information on Maggie.me too. You had a few little things about, you know, behaviors and some really good information. It's not just about the product, right? You're really covering the cats, you know. Tips to keep your cat
2: happy and healthy. Uh, yeah, there's some nice blog out blogs out
1: here. Some good information about kitties. There's some, there's some images so you can see what it'll look like when your text comes yeah. to your phone. So now, if if my cat texts me and says, "Mom, I'm you know sleeping a lot or whatever," can I text them back and say, "Time to wake up?" Or you know, <laughs> can we have a cat versus-
3: that would be nice. I would love to say yes to that, um, but but unfortunately, unfortunately, not not at this stage. We can't. This text is them the back next just. invention
1: because we yeah, need this. Exactly. This is the next invention. There's I don't
3: a- know, Linda. If if the caller
1: starts talking to the cat, he may
2: jump up in the air,
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> what? There's an author, Angie Bailey, she wrote a book, Texts from Mittens, and it's her cat texting her while she's at work, complaining that he got stuck in a cereal box or he's out of treats or whatever. And I'm like, this is what we need in life. So you're (laughs) almost there. Okay. You're almost there.
3: One step closer. One one step closer. (laughs) Yes, exactly. There's a feature of the app, which I think you're both going to love. So the University of Melbourne um, did some research on different personality types of cats. I don't know if you're familiar with this. It's no. called the feline five. The feline five is like different personality types, like we do as we, we have them as people. And um, so the feline five consists of five different personality types: for the most neurotic cat, to a shy cat, to a friendly cat. So we decided to build personality types into our product. So if you have three different cats and they have different personality types, the messages you're going to get are completely different. Oh Because wow. if you have a neurotic cat, we, yeah, so you have a neurotic cat going like. Hey, like, you know, really punchy, really cold We have a friendly cat, which is more like Hey, much softer, much friendly In the messages Obviously not on the health tracking side of I it, which
1: love is much this yes
3: i love this
1: the, i'm obsessed when can i get one can we i was just gonna say now <laughs> that we're friends we can get one early right <laughs> exactly we'll, we'll
3: make sure you guys
1: none of we have to decide linda's got 12 i have 15
2: Who
3: i
1: just want one on, it on Kismet. First? i just really want one on kismet i just really want it on kismet yes exactly but yes yeah, so i'm like veruca salt over here i want it
0: now <laughs> daddy so yeah
1: can we join a wait list how does this oh i'm gonna sign up on that yes it says moggy can help vets more quickly uncover up to 80 percent of illnesses that can be detected through subtle changes in activity such as arthritis diabetes liver disease and much more (gasps) this is so uh this is a must-have for every cat owner i think senior cats once your cats get up there diabetes liver disease thyroid i mean kidney issues it's almost unavoidable. If if you make it to a cat who's 20 and didn't get any of those, I want to talk to you because I just don't see it. It just is all over. And getting it quickly is the key, especially with liver is. disease. You get it quick enough, we can hold it off. It's not a problem. Don't get it quick enough, and the damage has been done, and we're in bad soup. So yeah, this is amazing. I think it would also tell me, you know, gosh, if I had a cat sitter and it would tell me, you know, he's hiding more. So he's nervous and I could give her ideas for luring him out. I'm just seeing a million places that this fits just the benefits. It's crazy. And the peace of mind.
2: Well, it will help the veterinarians too to diagnose properly because they'll have uh,
1: what is going on physically with the cat. I have brought Kismet into the vet and said, I don't know, there's something, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just feel like something's off with him. And then they've got to do all these tests. Could I bring in a PDF that says, well, he's been sleeping more, he's been eating a little less, he's been less active, he hasn't played in two days. That just cleared up a lot, right?
3: And it creates creates a perspective really quickly for the vet. I think Sometimes I, I, I look at vets and I think like the heroes, right? Because they're trying to decipher oh, with very little information and with limited diagnosis. And who wants to leave their you know their pet in the vet overnight for like a, you know no one no one So, um, oh, so yeah. being able to find information early um, is you know
1: it's yeah. You can solve so much and give them more more years to their life, and that's why. Losing cats is something we're all familiar with. And it's like the worst. Unfortunately, it's the, it's the bad part. And yeah, Rita, because we tend to take in ill and elderly cats, we figured out she'd lost eight cats in one year's time. It's heartbreaking. And, you know, trying to get all of this, just getting it ahead of time, having that information. It's invaluable. It really is. I also would think it would be good for cats that we know are like the cats got cancer. And we're watching and waiting for that time when the quality of life is diminishing. Would that not give me that insight?
3: Yeah, it'd give you the insight that there's a reduction. I think your vet would need to tell you what the indicators are of you'll see these changes. And when you see those changes, you become more mindful and more considerate to those changes. And consequently, the vet can advise you on what should I do when I see those changes as opposed to absolute silence and then the
2: moment yes exactly Uh, exactly i need to put one on my peanut butter my 19 pound cap because i know he doesn't get enough he's it's still way too much i'd like to see that proven
1: (laughs) well i think a lot of people free feed kibble all the day and when we ask the amount the cat is eating they they don't know because the cat just goes and grazes and comes and goes this would clear that up and let me know how much he's eating, right? I mean, not how many ounces. Not but how much. How much time he spent grazing, yes?
3: Yeah. for well, the frequency um, has been grazing, and uh, we'll let you know, but how much it would have I need to know
1: great. that about Peanut, because I never see him. Eating
2: the whole thing. That's what made know me he think does. about it. We've talked
1: about it. And you're like, he doesn't eat that much. Of course, I don't know what he's doing. You always say we don't know what he's doing at night while I'm sleeping. Guess what? We could find out. Oh my <laughs> gosh, I
2: want. <laughs> I, do too. I can't wait till this comes out. When we get
1: them, will you come back on the show so we can talk about them?
3: Of course. I'd love to. I'd love that to come back the show Wonderful. Hang out with you guys.
1: Yes, and we can go through what they mean and what our experience. You, you have apparently, a big cat right I, have, there. I have a meeting of the black cats on my bed. There's like three out of four black cats. And look at the decided. big one. He
2: needs That's more. That's Baca. That's Baca.
1: <laughs> she's <laughs> large and in charge, and yeah, and she's a little elderly too. I keep telling her, the arthritis is, you know, typical for your age, and those pounds aren't helping, honey. But she told me to mind me. How own. can people join the wait list, Allie?
3: Yeah, so um, we'll provide a link uh, so you can access the waitlist, and there's also a waitlist link on the website, um, awesome. and so they can basically subscribe, go to the waitlist. What this does is basically gets you onto early list because there's quite a few folks on the waitlist already, um, so we can communicate to them in terms of the launch time, the launch location, and so on, so everyone can just get involved. Perfect. Ultimately, what we what we're trying to do is build, you know, a cat community, just. You know cat cause driven company you know which with building a community of people who you know like-minded have a similar cause and hence why the blog is is also there right so just to be able to provide advice tips recommendations and um we we think that collectively what would be really interesting and what we're trying to drive for is that collectively with more and more data this becomes more and more intelligent and consequently you know we could be able, hopefully over time we'll be able to increase the longevity of, of cats lives so this is um it's yeah, so we're, we're super excited and we're looking forward to having as many people involved in this project as possible.
1: This is so valuable, I cannot underrate. And yeah, I it was written on your site, cats are our thing, and I wrote that down because I was like, Yeah, and it's obvious this isn't about this one product, this is about cats, and that's why we love you, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're our people, <laughs>
2: exactly. We will be looking and joining the wait list. And as soon as we get them, we'll be letting y'all know. Oh, yeah.
1: How it goes. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Be sharing all of it. So any last words of wisdom for us, Ellie?
3: Um, so thanks a lot for having me it's great to be hanging out uh, with yourselves and be able to share this and share this with a greater community with your greater community and really looking forward to be able to present you the product in the month of spring so um, please keep your eyes peeled
1: we will believe me we're very excited we want it we want it now (laughs) yeah because we're spoiled like that right
2: just like cats right? right Exactly, I always want everything to now. Yes, but thank you so much. I don't know if I can pronounce your last name, Ellie Gan- Gan- Ganjavian. Ganjavian, that was good. Was that right? that
3: was, hey, that was amazing. We'll <laughs> really be practicing.
2: We'll be, we'll I be, little cool phonetic you. notes. <laughs> we'll provide the uh, website and where people can learn more about moogie.me and Linda, as usual, my awesome co host. Thank you so much. Or
1: my pleasure she enough.
2: adds the sparkle. I'm like, just the facts, ma'am. Linda's the sparkle. <laughs> That's why we're a good pair. Exactly. And of course, I have to thank Mark Winter, who always makes us sound wonderful, even when we don't. And he gave us this, uh, this spot on Pet Life idea that we so appreciate. Thank you. And don't forget, everyone, every day is Catter Day. We'll see you next time.
0: Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand.